0: Today on the newscast, Russia reportedly pressures Iran to pull back in Syria as Israel and the U.S. disagree on an important shipment. Get all the breaking details next. folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Over the past few days here on the Newscast, we've been reporting on an increase in Israeli airstrikes in Syria, of course, targeting the Iranian regime and Hezbollah, their assets in that country. Now, quick review, last Thursday, Israel struck in the Masayaf region and reportedly destroyed up to 1,000 Iranian-made mid-range missiles, and according to some reports out of the region, those missiles may have been precision-guided. Fast forward to two days ago, Wednesday, August 31st, when Israel reportedly carried out airstrikes not only in and around Damascus International Airport but also directly targeting Aleppo International Airport in the northwestern area of Syria, not far from the Turkish border. Now, Iran obviously has been using Damascus International Airport as a transit point over the past few years. Israel back in June said enough is enough. Finally, they destroyed the runway there. It's up and running once again, but Iran is perhaps diverting some flights now, bypassing Damascus, on their way to Aleppo, and now Israel is on to their game, obviously, there. Aleppo, of course, also has an international airport, and Iran is hell-bent, folks, on transiting advanced weapons through Syria into the hands of Hezbollah in southern Lebanon at Israel's doorstep, and along the Golan Heights, also at Israel's doorstep. That's why Israel is acting and acting forcefully and effectively and that's what brings us to a very important reported meeting this week on Wednesday, actually August 31st, according to the Saudi Daily, it's based in London, A Shark al-Assad, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, I'm probably not, but this is a publication, again, published by the Saudis, which has had a pretty credible track record over the years when it comes to Middle East news. Well, they reported this week that Russian officers met with their Iranian counterparts in the city of Hama in Syria. And the Russians told the Iranians, in no uncertain terms, to pull back from certain sites in Syria where there is an Iranian military presence. Now, in particular, two sites. There's an Iranian military installation in the western part of Hama, but it is very close to an important Syrian military base which also houses Russian S-200 missile defense systems. Russia said, pull back, get out of there. Secondly, in a base south of TARDIS near the Mediterranean coast. Now, TARDIS, of course, is the site of Russia's main Mediterranean naval base. They said to Iran, we want you to pull back from there as well. Now, it remains to be seen if Iran will do that. Of course, Russia is the senior partner in that relationship but why would Russia do this? Is this a sign suddenly that Vladimir Putin is suddenly changing his spots and is going to change course in Syria? Folks, I don't think so. He's doing it clearly for two reasons. Number one, to protect and preserve Russian soldiers, Russian bases, and Russian interests in Syria. And also to protect the interest of his longtime ally, Bashar al-Assad. Hey, that Russia-Syria relationship goes back to the days of the Cold War, the Soviet days, with Hafez al-Assad, Bashar's father. It's a long-standing and very close relationship. Syria has always been, over the past several decades, Russia's gateway into the Middle East. So Russia has a vested interest in preserving Assad as well. That's why Russian soldiers entered Syria in the fall of 2015, nearly seven years ago, by the way. It was September 2015. That's how long that Russian soldiers have been in Syria. So he wants to preserve Assad. He doesn't want to see Syrian soldiers end up as collateral damage in these Israeli airstrikes against Iran. But also, of course, hey, Russian troops are there. Again, a major naval base for the Russian military in TARDIS. So number one, Russia protecting its own assets in Syria. But number two, clearly Russia is preoccupied almost completely right now with the war in Ukraine. That's one reason the Russian, I mentioned the S-200 system a minute ago, Russia has pulled the S-300 systems and they're taking them back to Russia to be deployed Uh, in the Ukraine war. So Russia, there have been reports over the months as well that some troops have been removed from Syria and redeployed in Ukraine. Listen, folks, Russia wants to keep Syria right now as stable as possible because frankly, Russia right now does not have the bandwidth to get involved in a major way and in a shooting war in Syria they would like to avoid that and avoid drama there as much as they can. And that's what I believe is behind Russia saying to Iran, look, back up, take your foot off the gas, and let's try to keep things relatively calm because we are completely consumed with our war in Ukraine right now. And we don't want to get pulled in to what you're doing here in Syria. Now, that doesn't mean that Russia is suddenly a friend of Israel, number one. Number two, that does not mean that Russia is suddenly sour on Iran. Folks, if anything, it's been exactly the opposite over the past few months where we've seen Russia and Iran grow closer and closer as evidenced by Vladimir Putin's trip to Tehran last month in which he literally received red carpet treatment as he got off the plane and he met in a warm embrace With Iran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Khamenei and Iranian President Ibrahim Raisi. At the same time, we have Iran supplying Russia with hundreds of attack drones to be used in Ukraine, even training Russian soldiers in Iran on how to use those drones now, reportedly. And we mentioned this on the newscast earlier this week. The Russians are not very happy so far with the performance and the technical flaws of those Iranian made drones. Uh, That's a good thing. Let's hope they continue to fail Iran in its efforts uh, to produce drone technology. But you're not going to see some great split between Russia and Iran. But Russia is saying to Iran right now, do what we are telling you to do. Again, Russia is the senior partner in that relationship. Although, hey, Russia needs Iran now, right? Before, Iran certainly needed Russia, but now that Russia has been isolated on the world stage since the Ukraine invasion, Russia also needs some friends. And Iran has proven to be a very loyal friend to Russia, to the point where a top Iranian official said during Putin's visit last month that Russia is, quote, Iran's number one strategic ally in the world. So Iran will be none too happy about perhaps pulling back from these two sites in Syria for now, but they will likely do it to appease uh, their Russian ally. That doesn't mean, again, that Russia is suddenly friendly towards Israel, and it doesn't mean that Iran has changed its strategy in Syria one iota, folks. Very important to remember. An interesting development worth reporting on, no doubt, but if and when Russia really starts to prevail in Ukraine and gain a massive upper hand, you can bet that Russia will have that bandwidth that they don't have now to refocus on other parts of the world, not only in Europe, but certainly in the Middle East. Israel and Russia are on a collision course, at least at first in a diplomatic sense, prophetically more than that, as we move on and we think of the book of Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39. But in the meantime, Yair Lapid, the current Israeli prime minister, remember, folks, he has taken a tough line against Russia and Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And there are some rumblings that Lapid may come out more forcefully against Russia when it comes to Ukraine. Certainly Vladimir Putin won't like that and he won't react very well but he's been blasting, his regime has been blasting Israel over Syria, over the airstrikes there. They've been blasting Israel over the Golan, over Jerusalem, over the Palestinian issue. So what we see again is that steady unraveling of relations that we've been documenting here in the newscast for months. And again, I believe there are prophetic implications there. Speaking of Iran and Israel, one last point before we get out of here. Uh, Let's see. KC-46. I wanted to make sure I named it right. I jotted it down there. The KC-46 refueling planes. Does it ring a bell? We've talked about this before. The United States has agreed to send four of these refueling planes to Israel. Now, the U.S. defense contractor, Boeing, produces the planes. They, in turn, have a contract with the U.S. Department of Defense, that's the Pentagon, and the Pentagon now is saying, okay, Israel, we will provide you with these four mid air refueling planes. Why is that important? Because Iran lies some 1,200 miles to the east of the state of Israel, which means when, not if at this point, I don't believe, with the Iran deal looming, the nuclear deal, I believe when Israel reportedly is forced or eventually is forced to take action against Iran's nuclear weapons installations that's a long trek, folks, 1,200 miles, they will likely need to refuel in the air. And that's what these U.S.-made refueling planes do. They are vital, in Israel's view, for a potential strike against Iran's nuclear installations. Here's the problem. They're not set to be delivered to Israel until 2025. And Israel wants them much sooner than that, for obvious reasons. And Israel has been pressing the Biden administration on that. And the Biden administration, surprise, surprise, is refusing to move up the date and supply those refueling planes sooner. I don't know that we have until 2025 when it comes to an Israeli strike against Iran's nuclear facilities. Uh, And you know that Israel wants them sooner rather than later. So, we will watch this very closely. Let's see how this plays out. Is there any way that Israel can carry out these strikes without those refueling planes? I'm not a military strategist or tactician, but I will certainly be following this very closely, and we will be bringing you any updates and details we have on it right here on the newscast. Hey, keep all of it in prayer, folks. God is in control. Have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us today. God bless you. And remember, never. Hold your peace.